welcome back to Proper Talk, your advice-filled comfort blanket for all emerging creatives across the UK. I hope you've had a great week and I hope you're well. Thanks for coming back for another episode. So if you're listening to this when it comes out on the 7th of March, I'm having to work out dates ahead of time, but if you listen to this, it's International Women's Day tomorrow. So happy International Women's Day for all those that identify. So I thought I'd dedicate an episode kind of for the beginning of a conversation about being a woman in the industry and being a woman in the creative field, the design industry, however you want to word that, however you see fit for yourself. So now, as much as I'm a big believer that any, say, like international type theme days should be celebrated every day and should be recognised every day to an extent, we we still have to recognise that these days are here for a reason and they're important in in having a turning point in these conversations and, and what gets posted and chatted about and why that is relevant to an extent on the day that it is. So, for example, International Women's Day, you tend to see a lot of articles posted online, social media posts, like conversations in the news events surrounding businesses like marches walks exhibitions and as amazing and as as much as i love seeing that surrounding this time this period of time surrounding 8th of march it's important to know why these things are still having to be highlighted and we're having to still have these conversations and it's it's still a it's still a thought in in your mind and and you see things on the news statistics articles and everything like that and you kind of have to sit back and understand that wait we're having to still have these types of conversations and raise these types of figures and and see these things question why and and how that looks for for you in the sense of the small niche being an emerging creative if you do identify as a woman etc kind of have to take a step back and think why why are we still having these conversations why is it as important as it is and and how how can i step foot into turning a conversation around this topic and things like that so as just a broad kind of introduction as to why i'm kind of breaking into that conversation through proper talk and and discussing this topic and actually highlighting and dedicating an episode to it. So to kind of just give a little bit of wider context into the theme and why I've chosen to dedicate a whole episode to this topic. Number one, it's important, very important to me as I get on to. And number two, like I said, this is a wider kind of response, but I'm sure you've seen and witnessed a lot in the news in previous, I don't even know how many years, but more so the past two to three years up until last month, surrounding violence towards women and trans women in the public eye and how that has started to open wider conversations with people, on social media as as mixed as that can be and actually highlighting it in the mainstream news 
as bizarre as that sounds because nobody should ever go through violence to begin to, to have a conversation as to why that is wrong. Now, I feel like even chatting about this and knowing the listeners to this podcast and people that interact with across social media who I've spoken to and I, I, I'm presuming here, but you all seem kind of this type of people that are kind of on a similar train of thought to what how I feel in the sense that, well, yeah, we know that it isn't right, so why are you bringing that up? And I just feel like it's important for me to just voice it just in case there's that one person listening that may think different because everyone's entitled to their opinion but violence to women should never happen full stop and like i say i'm giving that kind of deeper context into these type this type of episode just just so you you feel and get that urge of how important and how much i I grasp this topic and how much I probably want to start exploring it a little bit further, having conversations with other people, those that identify in a, as a different gender or those that, who identify as non-binary and, and having this, this, this wider conversation surrounding gender and identity within yourself, within your life and especially within a creative field and creative industry and how that looks and feels for you. So as much as it isn't deep, it isn't going off on a tangent because it's as important as what I'm about to chat about, that is why I kind of brought up that whole violence day-to-day and how important our safety is because it, it, it lives and it breathes with us as women. So just like the whole International Women's Day when it's the most spoken about thing in the moment, it doesn't mean that every other day that it isn't reported on, it isn't a post as a statistic on a social media asset. We we are constantly looking out for ourselves. We are constantly thinking, am I safe? Am I getting home safe? Am I allowed to walk down the street when it's dark? Am I allowed to get from A to Z at night? after an event, after a social, after anything like that. And again, I'm not here to scaremonger anyone that's younger and about to embark into the industry, but I'm sure if you are a woman, you have probably thought of that in the past, in the back of your mind. And I'm here to assure you that you are allowed, you are safe, and yes, it is correct And everyone does it in the sense of looking out for themselves. Hence, International Women's Day and conversations like that are needed in this 2023 day and age, needed to continue to be a constant nod towards change and not just a glorified statistic on a social media post throughout the day. And I mean that by... Those conversations that people have on that day don't finish and end when the clock strikes midnight. 
the conversations continue to live and breathe throughout our lives, not in a constant overwhelming way, because I do understand and I remember a couple of years ago surrounding the violence towards Sarah Everard. I remember the overwhelm because it it landed surrounding the day of International Women's Day. So you had that with, with the mixture of that. And as a woman, you felt so small, but then so celebrated because you're seeing the news report on a woman not being safe to the same organisation celebrating International Women's Day in that short space of time. So, yeah, it isn't, it is, it's a day for change. And I may go off on tangent in this episode, like it's probably sounding as, as much as I've got this a little script say in front of me it's not really a script it's just notes i've jotted down out of my brain but because it's a topic so meaningful and so important to me i may i may find myself blathering left right and center but i'll try and resume some some center point (laughs) in some form of throughout the conversation that i have with you it's very one-sided at the moment but i would love to hear your opinion across social media surrounding this we don't need it every day in the sense of pushing a social media post down our throats that's not going to achieve anything what's going to achieve something is change surrounding everywhere and now me a little pop talk podcast isn't going to achieve that but bringing that topic into conversation and importance and, and and maybe something that may shift a way of thinking may begin to inspire you as an emerging creative, someone that's about to step into the industry, someone that maybe not thought of this topic on the radar as much. And I'm never one to to, to change your thoughts. Any everyone's allowed to opinion. Everyone will have a different opinion as myself on this and what I say, and that's completely fine. Please do drop me a message if I love having conversations like this but if we can begin to inspire if we can begin to empower people women in that change that that's my job done that's my little tick that's my happy place and it's a constant and it's not going to change overnight and again an international women's day tomorrow isn't going to change things overnight but we can always hope and try and always strive for change yeah anyway as you can tell I can and will chat about this topic for days because as a young woman a young northern woman um it's a topic so very deep and and so buried that it continues to to spark importance in my life in my heart and my thinking in my day-to-day in who I am as a creative, who I am as a person and how important that strength brings to me. So you may want to grab a brew. You may want to sit down. You may want to take me on a walk. Let's go on a walk. Let's go breathe in the sunshine. Breathe in the sunshine. Breathe in the fresh air. (laughs) Feel the sunshine whilst listening to this episode as it may be a long one. So let's bring it back 
to proper talk. Now, as much as what I've just mentioned is as important, it gives a bit of wider context as to why this topic is still so important. But let's bring it back to being a woman within the creative field, within the creative industry, design industry, industry as a whole, being a fucking woman. (laughs) It's an age-old conversation that yet, in 2023, I'm still here having and you still see a rising everywhere. Now, I'm not about to sit here and say there's X amount of female design students compared to X amount of female designers in the industry. There is a statistic, there is a percentage I will bring up a little bit later. There isn't a comparison per se. Now, I did do a a project through university. This is where my interest kind of flourished and started, kind of started. I did a project, again, surrounding that percentage that it was at the time. I believe it was 70% were design students who identified as a woman, and then it dropped to about 13 was creative directors within the industry. I think I will like hypothetically put an asterisk to that and a little note here don't quote me on that I may be out by something but it was roughly that statistic so so yeah I'm not here to compare anything because I do feel like that's a little bit outdated and I'll explain further in a second and like so like I say it's an age-old conversation and it's it's a very much a, a, a do topic. It's a very much a, in the sense of you turning up, you being visible in the industry. Now, sometimes easier said than done, I can appreciate. So I kind of speak to some students sometimes, um, recent graduates, etc. And it's still very much a topic that they focus on through university and like I mentioned before, same. I, I I had a project surrounding this this gender equality inequality in the industry. And it's a very interesting one because that obviously comes up for a reason and it's it's something that still very much interests me and my thoughts have definitely shifted and changed since me being a student and, and actually living in the industry because I do actually remember hearing and being told that when you're in it you don't necessarily always feel it because you're there you're making a name for yourself and you're you're building your career up you're building yourself as a designer you're expanding on your skills you're determining you as a creative so you don't necessarily feel that inequality because you don't want to if that makes sense and I can definitely vouch for that now when I was a student obviously you hear all these these stories etc about inequalities you can google them there's articles and there's percentages and all of this and in the grand scheme of things and yeah it, it, it does look like a big gap and it is a big gap because you still face the absolutely disgraceful fucking gender pay gaps 
and things like that. What I'm trying to really point out is when you're in it, you don't feel it, that gap, because you're immersing yourself into it. Now, with that comes if you don't make yourself know in comparison to a, a, a male making themselves known, that's when those percentages come in. That's when that qualitative data comes in as opposed to actually living it. Because there's no doubt as an actual percentage that I did find very recently, literally doing a little bit of research before this podcast, was that more than 60% of graphic designers do identify as women. Now, again, if I ever mention anything to do with numbers, statistics, percentages, whatever, never, ever quote me on it fully. You always know that articles can pull out different numbers. They can round things up, round things down, depending on what they want to get across the point across. And that was the percentage that came up a different couple of different articles at first glance. So if you would love to find out a little bit more, if that is something that interests you, please do go ahead and have a little search. But yeah, that that percentage of 60% is quite high. Now, that success is sometimes determined by the percentage of creative directors and people in senior roles, because that is the thing that kind of highlights success. And I say that in quotation marks, because a senior role, a creative director role, proves to the wider population that you've made it which I don't completely agree with I am a strong believer and will always stand by this hence why me doing proper talk hence why I want to create this community of empowerment to you as an emerging creative that it is you that determines your own success if you identify as a woman in the industry if you identify as a man in the industry, if you are non-binary, whoever you are, your success is determined by you and whatever pace that looks for you. Now, if you determine that by you getting those senior roles, you being a creative director, you building yourself up in that sense, I'm not blundering that. I think that's great. I think that's amazing because everyone obviously wants to strive to be the best that they can. But the key word here is you. You don't tell, you don't let anyone tell you you're not successful because you're not here in your life, whoever you are. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about being a woman in the industry right now. I'm talking about whoever you are. So if you are a man listening to this, please do stick around and, and because it's an important conversation to have, it's important to have you around and it's important to hear what your thoughts are around, around it. If, if you, you notice that, if you notice a successful person, are they more male, they're more female, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, please remember it is you that determines your own successes, no matter what stage you are at graduating that's a huge fucking success getting your first internship that's a huge fucking success getting your first job and i'm understanding that this is kind of building up and up and up but even then becoming a freelance getting your first role as a freelancer that's a fucking huge success being paid on time is a fucking huge success learning a new skill is a few fucking huge success these don't add into the statistics of becoming a senior designer, becoming a senior 
creative director. These add to your own personal values, your own personal skills, your own personal outlook in, within your creative career to bettering yourself, to pushing yourself into your own version of success. So despite me chatting a little bit more there about being a woman in the industry, not feeling that inequality, because I do get asked that a little bit, do you feel that when you're working? And now, as much as I don't, in the sense of I never compare myself to what a male freelance designer is doing. Obviously, you do get the stories you hear about men, men taking advantage because of the position of power and vice versa. Women can take advantage because of the position of power too. This may look different for everyone. You may experience that. You may not. Yet here, we are safe open judge-free zone so any topics like that that may come up in future episodes may come up in future conversation now will be handled compassionately and in a way that I hope doesn't trigger anything and if something does come up and I'm not about to say that I'm gonna chat about triggering topics I'm not don't worry about that that from this point on but if anything does come up and you've experienced something along those lines and it does upset you, please do seek that that guidance. Please do speak out in the most comfortable way for you. That's just a little disclaimer there because I know that topics surrounding this and topics surrounding inequalities can become quite upsetting if you're so deeply into it. So like I say, as much as you don't feel like you're going through those inequalities. There definitely are the as kind of issues that that we face and there's still a thing that really shouldn't be a thing and that we need to begin to have conversations in the relevant places to change this. So a couple of things in mind that I kind of got from when I was doing a little bit of reading, a little bit of things that you come across anyway, things you may experience on the back burner. I kind of like those subtle prejudices. So like I said before about someone taking advantage of someone else through a position of power. That happens and that you, you do you do witness stuff like that and obviously it takes a, a, per, a type of person to call that out. And those subtle prejudices, you kind of notice when you're so on it in the sense of actively understanding why it's happening. And I'm not talking about, like I say, anything deep. Thank goodness, touch wood. I apologise if anything has happened to you. And like I say, please do seek that help and seek those conversations if you need to in this moment in time. But it happens. It's apparent. And I don't understand why. I never see anyone any less anymore than me. And maybe that's the way I think. Maybe that's the way I see the world. And I definitely don't see the world in butterflies and rainbows and black and white. I definitely see it in a lot of fucking greys and realisations and realisms in the sense that, yeah, I do know that this shit happens. And yeah, I have witnessed it. And yeah, it's shit. But... I still don't understand why someone can can talk down to somebody because of their gender, because of someone who 
the ident- you identify as, especially when you're both there to be a creative person. It just baffles me. And that's a conversation that needs to be had further afield in, in terms of it's not going to change people's mindsets. If people are stuck in that stupid backhanded mindset, it's never going to change it. And that's the most frustrating thing about it. We can continue to have these conversations and we will continue to have these conversations in the hopes that one day people will wake up, smell the motherfucking flowers and realise that just because you identify in a different way to somebody else doesn't make anyone better than anyone else. We are all equal no matter fucking what. It's kind of another issue that we face in the industry as a woman is... uh, Well, okay. When I say there's not enough strong role models, that is subjective in the sense that you can surround yourself with women, other people, whoever they identify as, and they can be a role model for you. I'm not saying there aren't women that you can't look up to. Of course there are. There always are. I have a multitude of women that I look up to daily. For example, there's Jane Bower who runs a studio called Jane, named Jane, called Jane. A studio named Jane, a studio called Jane. One of the two? They, the two ladies that run Fugle Club, Kira and Amy. They're two huge role models and everyone I mentioned kind of would class as friends too, but yeah, huge role models in the sense of they're two the two wives they've set up their own beautiful business that just aims to make you feel fucking good and it's it's always that safe space that i have that i can go to work from see friends at see them see the staff that they have because everyone there is so fucking lovely so they're definitely role models and like I say, they work in the hospitality, they have a hospitality industry business. And, and so last, like last week, for example, I spoke about creativity or creative style and how that doesn't really look, how that doesn't have to look in a sense of being a graphic designer. Like they are two creative women because they have built up a business from scratch, from s- selling hoodies, selling beanies to running a safe space coffee shop for everyone in Manchester and expanding the business beyond. And again with Jane, Jane is a Northern woman. She is an amazing creative and she's so fucking down to earth. And seeing someone so fucking down to earth and not letting because I would deem Jane very successful. I would deem everyone I see, look up to, experience, converse, have conversations with, very successful. And seeing, for example, Jane, a very successful mo- woman in the industry, doing what she does, and it's just, yeah, role model and look up to her. And another person that I closely work with, again, away from creative industry is my mind and movement coach Emily Brunand and they are one of the most wonderful people I have ever met in my life they have changed my way of thinking they inspired me to bring 
that proper talk, for example, and and they have have taught me that how important it is to make time for me in sense in the sense of my mindset and how that will help me become a better create creative, a better person, and in the sense of movement and how I can be in tune with my body. And they have taught me all this, and we have been working together for four five months now maybe yeah yeah about four months now yeah and they're they are an amazing fucking person and every single time i come away from a session i just think like it, it just uplifts me and so i've named four people there four people out of a multitude of people that i know that are role models and they're all on different pathways in life. They all run different types of businesses, but they are all strong role models that I look up to week in, week out. So if any of you listening, hey, I hope you don't mind me shouting you out and being a little bit fangirly about you. So like another issue that people face, we face in the industry is... Well, there are diversity that goes beyond gender. So, for example, gender, branching out to identity, branching out to your sexual orientation, who who you are, branching out to race, religion, branching out to neurodivergency, disabilities, however that may look. There's issues surrounding that because... Not only is there a lack of diversity in all these branches, but people, we, we don't talk about that enough in the sense of having set days around it. There's platforms, there's beautiful platforms out there. For example, Fuse Manchester and the branches surrounding that for, around race and religion and ethnicity and everything within that in lack of diversity in the industry within that. Neurodivergencies as well like i can't really think of somewhere a platform for example that focuses on the creative industry i know of unmasked which is around my ellie mids that i know that kind of focuses on neurodivergency within work spaces within organizations things like that and just day-to-day like things that people struggle with people struggle with that and i could think of that but anything surrounding the creative industry please do let me know if you know of anything in that sense so there's always diversity issues beyond just gender and that can play into gender inequalities as well and that's a whole topic to discuss and debate and i would love to have conversations surrounding that in the future and a huge one that i'll kind of just finish upon is kind of the stigma surrounding motherhood, up to menopause, up to hormones, menstruation, period. Being in a position where you are unwell through menstruation, through your periods as a woman, that can really affect you mentally, mental health-wise. You struggle sometimes. 
you struggle to find that motivation to work you struggle to find motivation to build something up you need to take the days off and, and that, there's a, still a stigma surrounding that and that's me chatting about my own personal experiences where I've had to take time off work in the past because of it because it's really affected my mental health and and really made me struggle to with anxiety to to get out and face the the day and things like that and there's definitely a stigma because I'm a woman I I have a period every month why why should that stop me from doing what I do as a creative and obviously I can't speak upon motherhood can't speak upon menopause but you do obviously see and hear people their attitudes and thoughts surrounding motherhood and people worrying it might slow them down because they want to start a family and, and people believing that that is the issue when you hear of people being really nasty surrounding that and that needs to change because we are women we we bleed we carry children we bring children to the world and then we go through menopause and again not a topic i can speak upon personally but again a a further conversation to be had and how that can affect you as a a person who works in the creative industries and and how that looks for your career at that point whenever you reach that whenever age, obviously because you can have perimenopause or you can go through menopause as someone in your twenties and it's it's just it's this huge stigma that you face and how you don't understand if you don't go through it, how that can really, really affect your day to day, week to week, month to month, forgetfulness, illness, mental health, depression, anxiety and and yeah, it's 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 a topic that really needs to be discussed further and and help and help needs to be put in place. And I'm I'm not saying proper talk is about to change, but that's not gonna happen and I'm aware that's not gonna happen. But to, to begin to have these conversations, to raise what happens and things like that is really important. So these are just a few to name a few battles that people can face daily, they can face weekly whenever that looks like for them and 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 yeah it's 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 a tough one because there's no real answer to it there's i wish i had i could sit down and say right the stigma surrounding being a mother this is what you do to get around it number one i don't have the experience number two it's a tricky topic to chat about in the terms of it looks different for everyone and i've at the end of the day the real answer to it is flexibility to be flexible no matter who you identify as no matter how you identify no matter what you're going through that that period of time it needs people to be flexible within the industry and not have this ideal that if something like this happens it will stop you progressing and stop you being successful going back to what i said before you determine your success no one else. In the topic I brought up most weeks surrounding themes I've chatted about is it's definitely something that that highly highly happens as a woman in the industry and and that is imposter syndrome. Let's be real here. <laughs> so imposter syndrome obviously happens no matter what, especially because being a woman in the industry because you're seeing like I've mentioned, you're seeing people doing X, Y, Z. You're seeing a man 
do xyz you're seeing other women do xyz you're seeing them choosing their own pathways in life and you're thinking of about a different pathway in life and that doesn't match up or looks looks completely polar opposite and you're questioning things like that it should never be questioned because you are on your own path and whatever that looks like for you you fucking rock it you go girl you get it but obviously imposter syndrome creeps in you're comparing you're thinking what i'm doing isn't enough what i'm doing isn't right it happens in every sense and i'm here to remind you as much as those feelings are there as please do recognize them and and wonder why you're thinking that and, and help yourself to shift that mindset by bringing it to the present and letting it be there for a second and then kind of pushing it away and being like, no, I'm doing this because I want to. I am doing that because I want to. I'm here. I'm I'm here in the now. I'm ready to push myself and to learn and motivate myself in the drive that I have to work, however that looks, to determine your own successes. So allow it. Allow it to take over for a slight second. Allow it to remind you that you are an amazing human being, woman in the industry, and you're allowed to feel how you want to feel. So I feel like that's a really nice place to kind of round this episode up. And again, I'm aware I may have rambled at some points. I may have gone off on tangents. I may have come back. I may have repeated. But this is a never-growing topic conversation. There is no right or wrong answer to this. There is no tips or advice I could probably give apart from you believing in yourself and you having your own self-belief, your own self-confidence and remembering and understanding that you're a fucking woman and you're fucking amazing. If that is how you identify. If not, you are a fucking amazing human being. Please continue to be an amazing human being and push yourself and drive and have that drive to do whatever you want in your life in your creative career in your as an emerging creative as an existing creative whoever you are wherever you are right now just remember that's the place you should be so thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed the episode and i hope i didn't ramble your ear too much so like always i will be posting little bits and bobs about international women's day throughout the week kind of gender within the industry anything that really sparks inspiration whilst creating graphics across the week and they'll be posted across instagram at proper talk it'll be linked above yeah again thank you so much for the amazing feedback on the episodes i've had so far it's it's really lovely to hear your thoughts i've had some really nice conversations with people around things that i've chatted about and and like meeting people for coffees and things like that so if you're ever in manchester and you ever want to drop me a line i'll be absolutely up for meeting anyone for a coffee or a chat or whatever and like always if you ever want to be featured on any future episodes or do a guest post across instagram please do reach out please do get in touch that'll be ace so yeah again thanks for listening Go and give us an Instagram a little follow and interact over there as be lovely to hear from more of you. This has been Proper Talk. See you next week. Bye.